0: What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's Word and see what He has to say, so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hi friends, Dr. Joseph coming to you today and excited to be with you on our podcast. For day 53, as I'm going to be reading John chapter 20, verses 19 through 31. I'm going to be reading out of the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Now, to get us caught up real quick on where we are, in yesterday's podcast, we discussed about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. We saw how this is the central event of creation, history. And mankind and in yesterday's podcast we saw in John chapter 20 the first part of how Mary John and Peter how they responded to the resurrection and how we even see the focus was on Mary in those first verses and she was moving from this place of doubt and fear by simply hearing Jesus call her name to this place of confidence where she was able to say I have seen the Lord well, in today's podcast, we're going to see just the further ripple effects and uh, how this, how the resurrection impacted those who Jesus had spent so much time with as disciples. And I'm going to kind of break this down just a little bit. But let's read John chapter twenty verses 19 through 23 at first, in the evening of the first day of the week. Now remember, this is on Sunday that we are talking about. Uh, Jesus would have revealed himself to Mary, Peter, and John that morning at the tomb. And So this is the same, same day. The disciples were gathered together with the doors locked because of their fear of the Jews. Then Jesus came, stood among them, and said to them, Peace to you. Having said this, he showed them his hands and his side. So the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. After saying this, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Now let's stop here for a second. Uh, we see that this is later on that evening. They're in this lot room and John emphatically noted how it was locked. They were scared. There was fear because of uh, if Jesus' body had been stolen, the Jews, more than likely, the, the people that uh, wanted to make sure that Jesus remained dead or was seen as dead, they would have been coming after them if they knew that they were the disciples. And so it's a locked room, but we see in this moment how Jesus suddenly appears. And with his appearance, he brings peace. What a great moment message that is for us that with Jesus's presence there is peace there is peace in our lives and to verify that he wasn't a ghost or he wasn't an imposter to them he began to show his hands where the nails had been he began to even show his side where he had been pierced and for them this brought about great joy I mean could you imagine? Just how they were rejoicing together in this moment. They were seeing the resurrected Jesus right in front of them. And so all those things of the cross and the, the pain that he went through and the burial that happened in that moment, all that went away as they were able to have joy in the presence of Jesus Christ. And so there's this rejoicing that bring out that came. And, and for them, this was a life changing moment. Because we even see later on how all the disciples would go and they would proclaim this good news of Jesus's death, burial, and resurrection. And as they would go, they would be under the threat of their life. And in fact, all pretty much all of them would die a martyr's death, proclaiming Jesus as Lord, not Caesar as Lord. And so this became such a pivotal moment. This was a life-changing moment for the disciples as they were proclaiming how Jesus is alive. And in this moment we hear how Jesus even gives a a commissioning and with the commissioning comes authority. In fact, this would be kind of John's version of what we would call the great commission of Matthew 28 as he's saying, as my father has sent me, I send you, right? You now go. And as you go, as he talks about, you're going in power because you're going to receive the Holy Spirit. And as you're receiving the Holy Spirit, you also have the authority, right? This is once again affirming more and more of the call that we have as disciples to go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations knowing that Jesus is with us right he's going to be with us to the end of this age and so we can go in the power of Jesus and we can go with the authority of Jesus in these things and so we would see how this would all set up later on on the day of Pentecost in Acts chapter 1 through 3 uh, this whole declaration of who Jesus is but we also notice how there's somebody that is absent from this gathering And that's Thomas. Now let's continue on reading here in John chapter 20, verses 24 through 29. But one of the twelve, Thomas called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples kept telling him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, if I don't see the mark of the nails in his hands, put my finger into the mark of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will never believe. After eight days, his disciples were indoors again, and Thomas was with them. Even though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them. He said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and observe my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Don't be an unbeliever, but a believer. Thomas responded to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said, verse 29. Because you've seen me, you have believed. Those who believe without seeing are blessed. You know, this account kind of certified the moniker given to Thomas, as we often refer to him as Downing Thomas. In fact, there's a a sculpture that's in a church of of a hand that's, an arm that's reaching out from the wall with the finger that's going out from it. And this is a memorial to Thomas of what happened in this moment. Now, Notice how the disciples were sharing with Thomas the same message that Mary came back sharing. We have seen the Lord. They were sharing it with confidence. Yet for here in this moment for Thomas, he was calling for proof. Unless I see the mark of the nail in his hands, unless I'm even able to touch it and put my hands, I will never Believe and how doubt so often can turn into obstinance. It can turn into this, I will never do that. When we let doubt just overwhelm us, we let, hey, I've saw what happened to Jesus, right? I hear what you're saying, but unless I see it, I got to verify it in these ways. In fact, I remember preaching about Thomas on an Easter sermon. I, I called him. He was the one juror that demanded a verdict, right? He was the one juror that he had to see it. He had to walk through it in order for it to be true. And we see that as time passes, these eight days, there comes this time where they're gathered again together. And now Thomas is present. Is present, And again, we see the doors are locked And Jesus makes his appearance and once again with his appearance he's bringing what peace he's bringing peace to them this time Jesus comes with a message a message directly for Thomas he was gonna bring his evidence to Thomas here touch it put your finger here don't be an unbeliever be a believer and Thomas's response is one for all of us to remember my Lord and my god thomas's response was total surrender in fact we don't know if thomas actually put his hand there we just simply see and we hear his response notice how he just simply surrendered in that moment and this would become a life-changing moment for Thomas. In fact, tradition tells us from church that Thomas would later on, he would go to the continent of, or the country of India, and uh, he would be somebody very influential into the church, the spreading of the gospel in India later on. And so Jesus makes then though this powerful statement that has impact for you and I that that are here today he says because you have seen me you have believed those who believe without seeing are blessed there there are some that believe that they have to have this uh, experience with jesus in fact we even see have seen before of how there have been those that have uh, maybe seen jesus in different ways and they see this is evidence of him you know they're there was once this time where somebody said, "Oh, you know, my my toaster or whatever provided a image of Jesus on this uh, piece of toast. Therefore, we we have seen Jesus and we believe." You now, listen, I I don't want to downplay their their personal encounter that they had, but there's something that they believe, well, unless I have this personal audible experience with Jesus that I will never believe. And they build their lives awaiting for this experience to to occur. Friend, understand. Salvation is a gift that's given to us through the Word of God. And faith is the acceptance of that gift as truth. And we believe by faith, which means we trust in God's Word. And our faith is not based upon a piece of toast or, or some kind of experience like that. Our faith is in the Word of God And the living word of God, the living word of God is Jesus Christ. So with the word of God, we believe what the Bible tells us. We trust in the plan and the purpose of salvation of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And friend, listen, we can trust in God's word today that Jesus is alive. And what we do in this moment is that we don't merely just accept these things in fact. In fact, it's one of our hearts we believe. And we believe and we have a personal relationship with Him. Not based upon some out-of-body experience or anything like that. Friend, no, we have a personal loving relationship with Christ that's given in this moment. and We believe and we trust in Him. And we remember as well that our faith will be made sight when we spend eternity with him. The moment we receive this gift of salvation for him, we have a hope that is sure. We have salvation that's based not in ourselves, not in our experience. It's based in Christ and Christ alone. And listen to how John affirms this in verse 30 and 31. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples that were not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and by believing you may have life in his name. Friend, let me ask you, have you believed in who Jesus is? Do you believe in the written word of God? And do you believe also in the living word of God that you can have life in his name. Friend, there's no other name given to us by which we are saved. It's only in Christ and in Christ alone. And let me ask, are you letting your doubts push you away instead of draw you near? Friend, Jesus wants to draw near to you today. If you will just simply receive him as your Savior and Lord. Believe in him today for salvation. Friend, thank you again for this time that we've had in God's word. We look forward to continuing on with the podcast. We look forward to seeing you next time. God bless and talk to you soon.